Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Swing Mechanic Podcast. You know, uh, in some feedback that I got uh, from people watching my videos, uh, some people are saying, why, why is it that swing coaches are so critical of each other's theories? And the reason why I'm critical is because I think it's important for people to understand what it is that others are teaching because their MO is to be very confusing with exactly what they're trying to teach. And this, uh, this wastes a lot of people's time. And the bottom line is your swing coach should get right to the chase and tell you exactly what he thinks a great swing is. You know, it should be able to be explained in less than a minute. Um, you know, my book, which is going to revolutionize uh, swing mechanics in baseball, is less than 3,000 words long. So I wanted to show people that, you know, we don't need to get into, you know, 300-word books to explain a one-second movement. So the reason why I'm critical is because a lot of these guys out there deserve it. You know, a lot of them are really just, you know, they're, they're just kind of, they don't have anything special. They're, they're good at marketing and business stuff, or that's what they spend their time on. And, uh, and really their, uh, their content, what they're actually delivering to, to the public out there who wants to learn better swing mechanics is really nothing, you know? So I think that that needs to be shown and exposed. And, uh, I think for, for people to find the right way, the front arm dominant way, they need to realize they need to cross out some other, some of the other ways. Um, you know, a lot of the people that go and see swing coaches are, from what I've noticed in the lessons that I've given in my life, they're oftentimes their fathers. And, you know, a lot of them are getting into baseball for the first time it's because their kids are getting into baseball and they don't know. And what a lot of these swing coaches have done is they've made themselves very good at presenting themselves as the answer to these type of people, types of people. And so they, they get fooled, you know, and, uh, I think that the best way to, to end that is to simply give people the information they need. So that's why I have the, you know, I want to do these videos where I'm analyzing not Major League Baseball swings, but rather popular swing coaches theories on baseball swings. And that way, again, we, we figure out exactly who, uh, who has the most effective swing theories. And I'm confident that in the last 20 plus years that I have spent 
figuring out the swing that that I have done so and that the front arm dominant approach will be known to to be su- the superior approach to the baseball swing eventually um you know there's there's a guy Jeff Fry a former major league baseball player out there who is critical also of this new school movement and um a lot of things about what Jeff is doing is is indicative of of you know the state of affairs right now and the only way a guy like him can be popular in what he's doing and basically what he's doing is he's just kind of creating these videos where he mocks the new school because the new school all they say really is swing up more and yet they have all this data and they you know talk so much about all these numbers and they try to make it again it's it's most of these guys are more interested in making it seem like they're on the cutting edge and all that but when it comes right down to their methods all they're saying is swing up more i mean that's all they've quote unquote figured out when it comes to the swing you know um and that's not figuring out anything that won't help um To prove, you know, that, that this is the, the ideology out there among the new school, you know, I was listening to uh, the Driveline podcast, and Driveline is huge on this. Like, these guys are all about technology, but when it comes, when you press them for exactly what they believe mechanically, swing up more. Bat speed, swing up more. And to prove that, like, I have this quote from, I think it's the last podcast they did. Uh, one of the guys on it said, I really think if you started with bat speed and attack angle, you're in a really good spot. And if all your players are in good range with those metrics, you're in a really good spot. Quote uh, ended. Now, that is indicative of, I mean, right there, sometimes you can get these new school guys pinned down and get their their overarching theory of the swing, their overarching theory of the swing, which is for this this guy and most of driveline, it seems, um, it's just increased bat speed. And to do that, they don't even know about forward bend. They don't know about all the mechanical stuff. To increase bat speed, all they do is have guys swing harder. So they don't even change mechanics to increase bat speed. Now, I do agree that bat speed is a very important metric. Um, But who didn't know that? I mean, we didn't need a movement of new school coaches to know that. We knew that before that. Um, But I disagree that attack angle is important. And so this guy says, you know, basically all you need is increase, you know, guys who are increasing bat speed and increasing attack angle. Um, So to the first one, I say, well, we knew that already. And what is your method to increasing bat speed? It's just swing harder. That's not, you know, changing anything mechanically or doing anything real in depth. You're just having your guys swing harder. And then as far as attack angle goes, it's just a complete red herring to believe that attack angle is something that you should focus on. Guys, there's no way you can have control over what half of the ball you hit. The best thing to do is aim for the center of the ball. 
That's it. You aim for the center of the ball and you're going to miss sometimes and your misses are going to be home runs or they're going to be line drives or, or they're going to be hard grounders. Why? Because your bat speed is adequate. And bat speed does have a very good correlation to home runs and slugging percentage. So, but there are also other things like, you know, the moving fulcrum. I mean, bat speed without the moving fulcrum is, uh, first of all, it's unlikely, but secondly, um, it's, it's not the full picture. But the good news is those two things, bat speed and the moving fulcrum and a more connected position at contact, the three systems that are most important in, in the swing, they can be had with the simple single change of making your swing front arm dominant. So, um, so the Jeff Fry phenomenon out there right now is, is only able to grow because of a, uh, a void in swing instruction. Do you guys understand? Like this, he is only able to grow such a following making videos that just make fun of the, the new school guys. Because there's a sense out there that these new school guys are off the mark. They're they're not they're not on to anything, despite what they tried to sell us at first. Um, the landscape out there is like this. There are basically three groups of ideologies as far as baseball swing mechanics, and then there's me. So I'll give you the three groups, then I'll tell you about where I lie in that. Um, there's old school, which is, they are still thinking, you know, swing down. Um, and that's kind of what Jeff Fry is, is saying. He's saying, man, these guys who are saying swing up, they're being ridiculous. It's, it's still swing down is best. So he's not giving any new information. He's just going back to what they taught, uh, back a long time ago. You know, we've already been where he'd like to go. And, uh, and it wasn't very effective. He wants to go back to the old school Charlie Lau, Walt Riniak way. Now he was, you know, he had about 16 home runs and I want to say like a couple thousand at bats, like talk about a slap hitter. He was a total slap hitter. Um, and, uh, so there's, you know. You have to take what he says with a, with a big grain of salt. Um, so there's the old school, then, then there's the new school. And I always say that this was basically started by a guy named uh, um, Mike Epstein. And Mike Epstein said, you know, this swing down nonsense. Forget that. We should be swinging up more. So he had you lift the, the elbow of the front arm and basically just swing up more. I mean, he was a student of Ted Williams and Ted Williams was the first guy. I mean, that's the real father of, of the new school movement is Ted Williams because he was the first guy to say, swing on the same plane as the ball. Okay, so there's old school, there's new school. And then there's the guys who have basically checked out of swing mechanics. And I'm sure you guys have run into these guys who say it's all relative. They've given up on there being any mechanical 
best way to swing. And they say, you have to find your own swing. Now, and, and it's all relative. Everybody's body is different. You know, this is just a cop-out, okay? And the saddest thing is, oftentimes, you'll get some of these top-rated hitting coaches saying this. They've just checked out of mechanics. They're done searching. They don't understand it. And so now their position is, it's all relative. Everyone's got to find their own best swing. Again, this is a cop-out. It frustrates me because these are guys who aren't even into the game anymore. And like I said, they're oftentimes guys who are very, very highly respected hitting coaches. And then there's me, okay? I don't fall into any of these groups. What I'm saying is, is not launch angle. It's, um, it's not, you know, any of the mechanical cues that any of these groups have. What I'm saying is three systems are of primary importance, and that is forward bend, the moving fulcrum, and a more connected position at contact. And also what I'm saying is that there's a simple swing thought that can give you all three of these super important systems working in your swing. So I'm the only guy out there right now saying there is an answer to the swing. You know, the swing is a closed system. It's not the universe. The universe can't be figured out by humans, most likely. You know? But the swing is a movement in a particular body with a particular weapon against a particular opponent doing a particular movement and action. It's, it's, a, it's an enclosed system that can be figured out. There is a best way to move to accomplish more power and more consistency. And that best way to move is to be front arm dominant. You know, it's going to take a while for the front arm dominant swing thought to really spread because people don't realize that it's time to stop seeking and to simply face the answer to the swing. We're so used to, in the realm of swing mechanics, we're so used to searching and digging and looking under this rock and that rock and talking to this hitting coach and talking to this hitting coach. We're just like used to that being our actions. Seek, seek, seek. And I can tell when I tell people about what I do, sometimes they're on, you know, they hear it and then they're off on the journey again of seeking. They're just like, so used to doing those actions. It's just a habit. But now it's time to stop seeking and to face that the front arm dominant swing is the, is the very best way to get optimal power and optimal consistency as a hitter.
my front arm dominant approach, it doesn't require piecing together a swing with a hundred different swing thoughts. You ever notice that the best hitters don't have pieced together swings? This is a big deal. I mean, this should be a big clue that all the, the hitting coaches out there are on the wrong page. Just think about it. All the best hitters you ever knew, were they piecing together their swing? Um, did piecing, if they, if they were, was it piecing together their swing that made them good in the first place? Or were they just good and then they became someone who started tinkering with their swing? Because none of the great hitters that I've ever seen had swings where they're thinking about what their back toe is doing or thinking about what their right hip is doing or any of that stuff. It was, it's always simple for them. And that's what the front arm dominant swing thought is. It's simple. Once you get it, which would only take a few minutes if you do the right drills, then it's yours forever. And so again, we need to stop being in the habit of always seeking and imagine what it's like when you finally find the answer to the swing. What's going to happen then when your power numbers start to increase right away? Well, then you're going to have to double down on the front arm dominant approach. Then you're going to have to find exercises that make you even better with the front arm dominant approach. Find drills that increase, that further increase your front arm dominance in the swing. So once we face it, then we'll be able to actually double down on it and improve it even more. You know, there's a big mistake out there among hitting coaches as well with just copying any major leaguer. This is something I see time and time again as I'm going through some of the theories of these hitting coaches. And they're putting guys up there who maybe have good numbers. But look, we have a history, and they're always, they're usually very recent guys. And so it's like the pool of guys that they're, they're pulling from is like from the last decade. And many of them are, their numbers are, you know, slightly above average. And I just can't understand why you would choose some of these players when there are probably a thousand to two thousand players that have played in the major leagues who put up better numbers than than a lot of these guys that they put up there. But their thought is that as long as I'm putting up a major leaguer, he must have great mechanics. It's not necessarily the case, guys. Major leaguers are all over the board with their swings. Now here's why it's important to pick the very top, the very best who have ever hit in, in Major League Baseball. The reason why it's important is because they could not have gotten away with anything. So what you're going to see at the very top is you're going to see them doing the mechanical things that are most important more than other people. The mechanical traits that are important are going to be shining in the top 
at the very top hitters. They're going to be screaming more at you. They're going to be more obvious in the very top hitters. Because they couldn't have gotten away with much mechanically. You can't hit that consistently. That's why it's so important to not pick guys who had one or two good years and then fell off. Because maybe it was their pitch recognition skills. Maybe it was their strength and speed or, or some their mental approach that gave them that good year. But you can't do it consistently without good swing mechanics. I put swing mechanics as the number one important skill of hitting because all the others can move up and down but it's swing mechanics that are really going to be important for consistency and uh, consistent power you, you simply can't be consistent with power um, with swing mechanics that are subpar you're going to have some good years um, but, or you could have some good years, but it's just not going to be like a Ruth or a Williams or a Garrick. Now, I know those are the very, very best and not everyone can be that, but we can copy the mechanics that help them be so successful. And you never know what your potential is. You know, don't ever put a potential uh, limit on yourself. You never know. And, and the first thing you need to do is concern yourself with copying the mechanical traits that the very, very best hitters had. Now, you know, people out there might be saying, but, but I'm not even an above average hitter yet. I'm, I'm like average to below average. So, but you're putting up guys like, you know, the best hitters of all time. Well, here's the thing. It's very dangerous to put up, to, to model your swing after a hitter who's not the very, very, very best. Because you don't know. Maybe mechanics was actually his worst skill of hitting. Maybe he was topped out at every other skill and his mechanics were subpar. And, and here you are copying a guy with subpar mechanics. So it doesn't matter if you're not at a high level of hitting. You should be copying the guys who had the most. And it, by the way, it also doesn't matter how big you are. Okay. Does not matter. You should always be going for optimal power and optimal consistency. And therefore, you should be looking to model the best hitters who have ever done it. There is no reason, in fact, there is usually detriment to picking hitters who are just above average or guys, even worse, who are just, quote unquote, in the major leagues, you know. Um, Tom Amansky had videos years ago called um, Secret, I think it was called Secret to the Major League Swing. And that, that's just an example. Like, Major League swings are all over the board just like you would see in college. Just like you'd see in high school. I mean, they're all over the board. Um, not every Major Leaguer is tapping out his, 
his mechanics by any means. So, um, you know, it's something I say a lot. I think that it's a big problem that these hitting coaches are just putting up any old uh, hitter to model. Um, the key is, you know, you want to find what are the traits that the very, very best did that others did to a lesser degree. That's what I was always trying to find when I was looking at the, the best hitters. What's going on um, in the look of their swing that everyone else, as you go down the list, get to you know go down and get worse and worse in the hitters. What are they doing to a lesser degree than the guys at the very top? And there you have, once you, you do that, then you start getting the answer. You know, then you start seeing what what the the look of a great swing is and then and then you start to figure out what the systems that are working behind the scenes of a great swing um, that make it so that, that make hitting so much easier for the great hitters um, and finally what's important is how to achieve it how to um, how to get somebody to feel the great swing. So, I mean, there are many steps to it. And a lot of times these, you know, these hitting coaches out there, although they're promoting themselves as high level hitting coaches, they have not even gotten through the first step of that process. They haven't even successfully understood what is, what does a great swing even look like? You know, so it's important, you know, my message out there is if you're not going to follow me when it comes to baseball swing mechanics, then stop taking lessons and just go out there by yourself and hit off a tee and start to move things around and experiment a little bit and just try different things. And uh, that's going to be better than, than going to a a hitting coach right now. The landscape out there is just so bad that you're, these guys are really ruining swings. You know, the more I look at what's going on out there, the more I realize how dire the situation really is. They are literally ruining swings. You know, I thought that it was plastic bats that probably had the most to do with why we're not at a good level of hitting. And, you know, a lot of the kids or a lot of the guys who play baseball these days started with plastic bats and I think that's a real takes uh, it's a real hit to the mechanics overall of of players because um, almost all of the kids these days start with plastic um, but I have mentioned that coaching hitting and coaching the swing is another thing that has ruined swings and I'll just say that I think coaching the swing has done more detriment than even the plastic bats as kids. It's these guys are teaching players to be machine-like in their movement and they're focusing on all the wrong things. They're having these guys time and time again I see it on video. They're coaching them out of positions that are very very good. And having them do movements and 
uh, that that are worse, and have or having them just focus on things that don't matter, and so it's confusing them and messing up their movements. So it's so machine-like. Look, these guys are just twisted into a pretzel by the time these hitting coaches are done with them, and um, and it's sad because they're paying for this. Um, so. Be careful out there. Like I said, the best thing you can do is just hit hit by yourself. Go to a field. Um, you know, self-toss. Self-toss to yourself and try to hit home runs at a field. That's a great drill and it's fun. Um, or hit off a tee and try to hit the, the ball as straight as you can right up the middle. You know, you don't want a whole lot of spin on the ball. Um, if you you want to just hit off a tee and hit it right right down the center with just backspin or um, yeah, just a little bit of backspin, not a lot of side spin, um, and just you know find out what swing consistently does that time and time again um, for you. And these are things that you know you gotta. If you're not going to follow what I'm saying, then you need to just kind of go on your own and work on the swing and and uh, try to figure it out yourself. But I tell you, I've done 20 plus years of being obsessed with the baseball swing. And what I have is something that can help you tremendously. And uh, I'm excited about this. I think that, you know, a lot of movements out there um a lot of these new school approaches are on the wrong pages you know the drive lines the people and uh companies that are like them um you know they're they're buying a lot of the expensive equipment and they're putting on the right sort of uh facade but um eventually they'll be shown to be empty you know because just because you have a lot of equipment and a lot of devices and feedback, it's that's just that's a long way from coming to conclusions about swing mechanics. And uh, I think these guys are starting to be seen for what they are, which is empty of any real helpful theories about swing mechanics or even training for hitting. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, again, let me know if there's some topic that you'd like me to cover. Continue working on your swing. This is a great time. You know, I think most kids play too many games anyways. When they get done with college, they play summer ball. And then the, from summer ball, they go into fall ball. And look, take this time and uh, use it to your advantage. Hit off a tee. Um hone your front arm dominant swing and uh, this, you'll look back and say that you took full advantage of this time. We, when you get back to the field, you can start hitting balls over the fence on a consistent basis. And that's what, that's what hitting's about, you know? Um, getting, uh, getting power, uh, making power your, your number one priority at the plate. You're, you're, the, you're up there to crush the ball. You know, we're not up there to slap the ball to the opposite field like a lot of these hitting coaches would would preach. We're up there to 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 smash the ball. 
as hard as we can. Whether it's to left field or right field, it doesn't matter. We're looking to smash it as hard as we can. Um, and we have to have the right mechanics to do that. So stay tuned with me. Um, I promise um, you're in good hands if you stick with me. And thanks for listening. And until next time, take care.